Is she perverted like me? Want to go down on you in the theater? Having a little bit of uh, turkey chili. Because mm. I like my food to look like it's already been shit out of my body. Chili is the food for people whose bodies don't want to do any work. Your body's just like, eh, we're just let this one go through. Just go ahead and pass go. Collect $200. Sail on through the upper and lower intestine. We're not going to get any of these nutrients out in the mouth of the pooper. Chili. Does your body not want to do any work? Then eat chili, because it'll just look the same going in as it does coming out. All right, let's call. Let's call Brandy. Bing-a-ding-a-ding. Bing-bong-boom. Okay, then. Let's go. Hello. Hey there. Yeah, do you have headphones on? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Earbuds. Oh. Uh, what are you drinking on there? Some beet juice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Nothing beats it, right? <laughs> don't forget tomorrow that you had beet juice or you're going to think that you are shitting blood. Oh, that's true. Every time I've ever had beet juice, the next day I have a serious existential crisis and I have to <laughs> WebMD what's going on. We've talked about this before. I do remember now that you brought it up. Glad you said something because I probably would have panicked. Yes, you would have forgotten. Yeah, I would have. Beet juice is just so pretty, you know, just so pink and pretty. I don't know. Purple. I guess. But it is. I know, but it just tastes like dirt. It's good for you. Is it though? I don't know. They say it is. Yeah, I don't. They, I don't know about them. Like, what do they say about carrots? Carrots are really good for your eyes. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's an old wives' tale something. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's not accurate at all. Yeah. So, yeah, beets are good for you, I guess, but it does taste like you're just eating dirt. What about, like, do you like beets in your salad? Not really. Oh, really? Yeah. It just tastes like dirt, you know? Dirt Greg probably (laughs) loves beets. Oh, my God. How was your vacay? It was good. I have a bandwidth for vacations, and that is... Well... I think my bandwidth is five days. That's fair. You know? Yeah, I'm about the same. Like, I can only sit and do nothing for so long. Yeah. You know? But Sarah's different. You know, Sarah really likes the long vacay. And, you know, around day five, I'm like, oh, I miss the dogs. I miss my routine. I'm a man of routine. That's what mm-hmm. I've realized. Mm-hmm. I really flourish under routine. Yeah. She wasn't ready to go. I was. I am getting food poisoning then last night. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We did a helicopter tour, which was really pretty. Told you about that. Yeah. We uh, we swam with stingrays. Told you about that, too. That was very cool. Yeah. That I'm was like, one of my favorite things I did in, in Antigua. I did not realize that they're so big. Huge. Yeah. And they, they're freaking scary. Yeah. but they And they just aren't scared of people at all. No. And they come over and they fucking swim all over you and they suck down the squids. Uh-huh. So that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. And yeah, we had a good time. Are you recovered from Mexico? Honestly, I'm I'm still struggling a little bit. I can hear it in the voice, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super stuffy. I just, I'm trying to bounce back, but it's hard. Yeah, dude. The, the vacation just doesn't hit like it used to, it, you know? It doesn't. It really doesn't, you know? It doesn't, I swear. And that's why I think that like... And this maybe this is an age thing because Sarah's younger than me. That's why I like the shorter vacay because I can hit it hard for like three days and then I'm like, time to get back to my routine. All right, I got I got I need my runs. I'm I think that I'm starting to realize why like my parents don't ever want to go on vacation. Yeah, because they 
And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like traveling is so great, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, maybe they've got it right. Yeah. Now I'm understanding like maybe the older you get, like the vacation just doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. It's kind of sad. I mean, it does and it doesn't, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, we had a good time. Hodges Bay Resort. Oh, did you go eat at the Yacht Club at all? English Harbor? Baby. Were there boats? Were you like in, in yes. like a little marina? Yes. Yeah, I loved it there. Yeah, that was cool. We went to Prickly Pear Island. And that's where we did my brother's Oh yeah. My brother's um gender reveal. Cute. By the way, favorite thing, my bros uh, having a kid. That's pretty cool. It's going to be number 10? Oh my gosh. Number 10 nephew, niece nephew. Boy or girl? Boy. And then a boy, all we, right. We did a fun thing where we he we got these paddles that we could ride on, and we wrote on one side of the paddle what we thought it was going to be, and then on the other side of the paddle, we wagered for how much it was. My brother played the bank. And so then I made a video, and I'll show it to you. It's actually really cute. And so like everyone like showed how much they wagered, like what, it, what they thought the baby was, and then they gave me the envelope, and I opened it and started crying, and I was like, it's a boy. And, uh, and then everyone hugged and kissed and it was like the cutest thing in the world. And I lost $200 because oh. <laughs> your boy went big, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So anyways, that was fun. We went and got dinner at this place called Sheer Rocks. Oh, what's it, that? And it was a restaurant. It's like just cut in like on the side of a cliff over the water. It was beautiful. Anyways, um, Antigua is great. Other thing I learned it's not Antigua. We all say that because we're stupid Americans, but it's Antigua. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. It is. Be better Americans. Very cool. But well, I'm, you don't look very tan, so I don't know I'm what pretty, happened there. but I'm pretty tan. Summer's almost over. Do you know that? It's like almost Christmas. It's fine. I know. I'm okay with it, if I'm being honest. I feel like I yeah, did it. Yeah, me too. I did it. You know what episode this is, right? No. 169. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Oh, gee. Giggity. So dumb. We've been doing this show for so long. I know. Too long? Nah. Should we cut it? Should we be done? Nah. No? What else would we be doing? That's true. To the Y of Tears, I truly do apologize for such a lackluster show last week. And it, it might have been fine, but I just feel like it wasn't our best. So, you know, we're really going to come in guns a-blazing on this one, okay? Did you listen back to last week? Of course. I always listen back. I always listen back. I, I take this job very seriously, Brandy. Well, I'm glad one of us does. Someone has to. Yeah. Um, so we're going to bring the fire. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? I think it's you. Okay. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. Episode 169. Giggity, 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 giggity. Ridiculous. Goo. How do you feel about 69? It's not my fave. No, it's not. Because... <sighs> Because inevitably, someone's butthole's got to be up in the air, you know? Yeah, very true. And no one wants to be the one with the butthole up in the air. No. It's like a cat. You know, the cat's, <laughs> cat's always showing off its balloon knot, and it's just unappealing. And then when you're doing the 69er. It's ridiculous. It's true, though. You, you know, listen, the, this is the way that I look at the world. Yeah. Oh, dude, have you seen the freaking trailer for the new Spider-Man? No, can't say I have. Oh my god, it's called No Way Home, I think. And like, we're going in like with 
with Loki, with what happened with Loki and like all the timeline branches going off. And I think what's going to probably happen with like Ant-Man and the Wasp and the quantum realm and like what happened with WandaVision. We're getting the multiverse in Spider-World or whatever, Spider-Verse. And I think we're going to get a movie with not only Tom Holland, not only Andrew Garfield, but also your boy, Toby Maguire. Oh, Toby Maguire, really? Yeah, and I think we're also going to get, like, Jamie Foxx back, and we're getting oh. Doc Ock back, and we're getting, I don't know if Thomas Hayden Church, who's like the Sandman, if he's me back, a Willem Dafoe, he's coming back. Like, everyone's coming back for this thing. Marvel's, like, just not fucking around anymore. They're just like, you know what? We've opened up the mm-hmm. multiverse. It doesn't really matter. We can have all these different weird di- versions of the same thing back on one, and you know what? We're all, gonna, we're all buying in because we've learned about the multiverse, thanks to Loki. Yeah. In theaters movie we're talking? Yeah. Dude, go look up the trailer for it. It looks dope as shit. And so everyone's saying that all three Spider-Men are going to be in it. So all three Spider-Men are going to be fighting the Sinister Six, which looks awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Really? All right. Exciting. I don't got a lot, guys. And it's just, that's just it. You want to do Paradise? Yeah. Paradise, just Monday, Tuesday, every week. Is that that's just the, what's happening? No, so much TV? the first week was only Monday. Then we had two weeks of Monday, Tuesday, and then I, and then I'm not sure what's happening next week. They're programming it around like Monday Night Football. Like if there's going to be Monday Night Football, like they're not going to try to program against it. I know that. I see. I see. I think you just got to kind of stay tuned for all of it. If I'm being honest, but uh, yeah, we got two this week. Which was big week, lots happening, dude. I remember, like, just the first episode, like on Monday, was like I remember when we were doing this, and I do remember a producer coming up to me being like, "Everyone's breaking up with everybody. This is not good," you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like we need to save this somehow, some way. But like, there was just one night where just like Tasha and Trey were like fucking kaputs. Kenny and Mari were fucking kaputs. Abigail and Noah were like on the rocks. No one liked Carl. <laughs> Shocker. Tammy had broken up with Aaron to go with Thomas. And it was just like, oh my God, this is all so bad. But that night was really funny as someone who just got to sit there and observe it. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to take credit for this. I was the one who suggested to throw that cake in the fucking fire. Oh, really? Yes. So she picked, <laughs> she picked it up and everyone was like, go throw it in the ocean. Because that's like normally what people do. Remember like Jordan Kimball went and threw like the, the dog. Yeah, the dog into the, the ocean. It was just flopping like around. So people were yelling that like, go throw it in the fucking, in the ocean, go throw it in the ocean. And I was like, no, go throw it in the fire. And then she was like, that's a good idea. And went straight to the fire and dumped that bitch in there. And I'm bummed because they cut out my line where I was like, I guess the cake was undercooked. But, you know. Because <laughs> it's not that good of a line. That's why. <laughs> Probably so. But All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with bowl and branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love bowl and branch sheets. 
I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bull and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Uh, I'll tell you another little like sneak peek or whatever, like uh, BTS about it. So when we were trying to figure out what our like intros are going to be, I was going to have a chef's outfit on and I was going to be like molding the chocolate cake. Mm. And it would have been like such a kind of an Easter egg in the beginning because it made no sense. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not the cook or whatever, but it was kind of such a, a funny big thing that like once it hit, people would be like, oh, that's the cake that was ruined because Kenny and Mari and Demi. I presented the idea with production. And so the art department went and made me a cake and we went down to go do it. And the producer that I was with, I think it was Bradford. I was like, you get the bit, right? And he's like, yeah, because like uh, worst cooks in America, you're like a cook now. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, no, what, what, no. Really? You don't get it? And he's like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? Like, you got a new role now. You're not only the bartender, but you're also the master of ceremonies. And you're also a baker now. And I was like, what? No, I, it's the cake that she threw in the thing. And once he didn't get the thing, I was like, yeah, throw it out. If it's if you're here and don't get it, can't do it. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, worst cooks. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's where he went. Oh, geez. But what are your thoughts on the episodes? So the first episode, so let's let's start with the cake situation, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but Mari did this to herself by telling Kenny that she wanted to accept dates. Yeah. And that's just the cold, hard truth. You're so, not wrong. I know. So it was like, I mean, it sucked. Listen, I'm not saying like Demi did the right thing by swooping in or anything, but Mari kind of opened up that door for that to happen by telling Kenny she wanted to like see other people and then freaking Demi just coming in like I don't know like uh, I feel like Mari strike two for Mari was thinking that Demi was her friend right like yeah. come on <laughs> come on I don't know that situation sucks but at the same time it's like it's Mari she could she can easily get somebody else like she shouldn't be that worried about Kenny right yeah I don't know so I just thought it was like a blown out of proportion entirely and, like, I don't know, like, you were there. Like, I don't know if everyone's just in her ear telling her to make a big deal about this. But, like, I just felt like it was blown so out of proportion. I just feel like her plan didn't work at all. Well, she was wanting to, what, keep the relationship with Kenny and go on other dates. Like, of course. Like, that's what everybody wants. Yeah, she wanted to have her cake and eat it, too. And then she threw it in the fire. I mean, yeah, there also is a little bit of nuance that I guess wasn't really shown I think that Mari had the idea to do a birthday celebration for Kenny and Demi beat her oh. to it. And I think that really kind of fueled the fire a little bit. I could see that. But yeah, they don't they don't show that at all. Yeah. But there was a lot of conversations that we had that I had with her at the bar being like, hey, man, you, you kind of screwed this up. It's OK. You can fix it. But 
you can't be mad at this poor kid because I, I think that what she thought was going to happen was that there was going to be more guys for her to date. Mm-hmm. Not realizing, oh no, it's girls are coming in or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. I also think that she thought that Jason was going to take her out on the date and it didn't happen. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. The smoke. That's so funny. I'm surprised that she would want to go out with Jason. That's so weird to me, but... No judgment against Kenny, but Kenny's a bro. Yeah. And, and Jason is a, a smoke bro. That's true. She likes smoke her bros, bro. dude. That's very true. Speaking of smoke bros. Yeah. So good. What fucking planet is Jasenia on that yeah. she's going to pick Chris over Ivan? Like, I, that's not even a question. You got to keep watching because it gets much more complex in the coming weeks with that. I just can't believe her. I, I just like Chris is not that cute. He's I just can't like I just don't get it. Ivan is just so great. I'm like, well, you're going to give up Ivan for this. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay, so Deanne, poor Deandra. I feel like she's just like out here trying to like hang on for dear life. Yeah. And she's like juggling like dumb and dumber over here, you know? Yeah. And love that she gave her rose to Ivan. Saw that coming. Uh, You did? Yeah, I did. Because like when when those two dumb dudes were like on the beach fighting over her, Ivan came over to talk to her. Yeah. And like they either, you could either tell that they have a pretty solid friendship or... Like that something was going on, and so I was just like, you know what? I bet she gives Ivan her rose, either to either just you know because he's a friend or because the other two are just so stupid. Like, I did love the the bracelet and then the one upping of the giant necklace. Where did that giant necklace come from? That's my question. <laughs> I, it was like one of those things where I was like, did you get this from like the guy that's like on the beach selling knickknacks, and you know he uh, had to. Like, where else would it have come from? <laughs> And to be fair, I saw both of them, and I agree with Demi. Like they both were not a tr- like good looking. Oh, also, very, I'm sure very bold choices, by the way. Like jewelry's a very, very personal thing to get somebody, and they were both uh-huh. very bold and not great choices. And also, like way too early to be getting someone jewelry. You know, way, way. Like maybe get a rose first, then we'll talk jewelry. Yeah, the necklace was insane. Yeah, the necklace was insane, but it was it was so funny because it was just like such a one upper deal. I loved it. Yeah, and then what, Becca comes in, which I'm shocked to see her. Why? She's she was the Bachelorette. She like doesn't need paradise. Like I just don't get it. Like she comes in here and there, and it's like slim pickings, and I just am so shocked that she wanted to do that. But yeah, she's definitely putting herself in a very vulnerable position. Yep. But. She's coming in on a rose ceremony where the women have the roses. So we know she's not going home. Right. And hey, listen, you know, her last relationship didn't work. I don't judge anyone for wanting to go back on that show, you know? Okay, well, I do. And I think it's weird as hell. (laughs) Well, yeah, let's keep on watching for her because I think everything is going to be her. Her story becomes interesting, I think. Yeah, I think it could maybe be different if there was like one guy that she had her eye on that she knew would be there or something. Yeah. Maybe that would have made it different for me, but she just, I don't know, just kind of came in and there's not a whole whole lot of people there for her to choose from and like, doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Yeah, but she's single and it's hot girl summer for her and, you know, she does come in with a lot of clout. I think it's a good thing. I think it sets the ball in motion for other leads to come to paradise and I think you should, man. For sure. If, you know, if it didn't work out with you and Garrett that she was with, 
turned out to yeah fucking Garrett. You know, come to paradise. Why not? You're not gonna be the bachelorette again, unfortunately. So yeah, know, give yourself a shot, and we'll see what happens yeah. with her. Very true. I mean, I know that you're just gonna rip on him for it, but like Connor's outfit, <laughs> hated it. I know. Despised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Connor. We all know how you feel I about know. him. But I didn't love that outfit, and I had to let him know <laughs> about it. And I think I sat there and I ripped on him for like ten more minutes than they showed on the show of like you me, did. like just throwing one-liners at him of just like Jesus Christ, you look like fucking the hamburger fell in a vat of taffy, like you know, like you look like the fucking Easter Bunny fucked a Twizzler. I just like kept going, and he was like, "All right, I should change, I guess." And I'm like, "You absolutely should. You look like a crazy person right now." <laughs> You're, Singing your sad bastard songs in the beach to nobody. You're dressed up like a goddamn pinata. Like, what's going on here, dude? I'm trying to help you out. Yeah. I know. Lost cause there. I mean, how many fucking songs you got to write for people to get a goddamn rose, y'all? The correct, the correct answer is zero. zero. Write zero songs and you'll get a rose. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. Jed did pretty well until he didn't do very well. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. One thing I do, do think we need to talk about and I'd like to address was the Marissa and Riley going on that date. This happened like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But she's getting a little bit of hate and I feel like I should address it because... She is? Yeah, she's getting a little slut-shamed for you know going to Boom Boom like night one or whatever. Got it. And my, here's my thing to like everyone that's like a fan of the show that, that that feels a certain way about this and feels negatively about this. My thing would be, what the fuck do you want from these people? You want them to find love, but what, on like your timeline, like what timeline is acceptable for you? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. And also, that's not you. That's someone else making their own life decisions. And for you to judge them says much more about you than it does about Marissa and or Riley. The other thing is it's such a fucking double standard because no one's giving Riley shit for going to the boom, boom room night one. Everyone's probably mm -hmm. patting him on the back saying way to go, dude. And so, True. and I know it's a lot of women giving her hate for that. And it's just like, have a little bit of perspective. Maybe you're a little bit fucking angry because a lawyer with a chiseled jawline and biceps the size of footballs haven't taken you on a date and tried to slam you night one. You know, maybe this is more about <laughs> you not getting some deep dicking than somebody else. I tried to slam you night one. I'm dead. <laughs> it's insane. So anyways, if you want to come for my girl, Marissa, come through me first. I will back her up. I think that's bullshit. We want people to find love. And it's on their timeline, not yours. Demi and Kenny went to the boom, boom room. Is everybody giving her shit or no? Of course not. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Kenny's got his dick out half the goddamn show. No one gives a shit about that. Yeah. You know? But w yeah. my girl goes home with a guy after a romantic date, and it's all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, she's got the scarlet letter on her chest. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Absolutely ridiculous. Right. My other thing is, like, I understand that Bachelor Nation wants to be very much, like, you know, it's it's like watching sports or whatever. It's just like nonstop commentary and you want to have tweets that get liked and everything. But you don't know the whole story. And that's what annoys me because you're making judgments on like just one like little snap shot of the season without understanding like the whole scope of what's going on. So 
I like people being like funny on Twitter, but I don't want people being mean on Twitter. And that's mm-hmm. and that's kind of like uh, end rant there. Grocery store Joe and Serena go on that cute date. I mean, I'm, they're booed they're up. Cute. Well, not for long. Here comes Kendall. I know, dude. Are you surprised she came back? Not really. But I am surprised that she comes back with the whole I still love Joe saga. In her defense, I think it's a little bit of like I will always have love for Joe saga. Not like I still am in love with Joe saga. Mm-hmm. But I guess we're splitting hairs and semantics. Um, I did find it interesting that she's like beeline straight for Joe. Yeah, what the heck? And poor Joe is just like finally in a good place. And he's just like, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah, she's back. <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that he like was over Kendall? Well, here's the thing. And like we talk, we talked about this a lot, whether it ever makes air or not, I don't know. But like it wasn't a traditional breakup where like there's infidelity or like you fall out of love or um, you realize they're not your person. It was straight up. I want to be in Chicago with my family. Well, I want to be in Los Angeles with my family. Okay, well, we're at an impasse here. Maybe we Mm -hmm. should separate. It wasn't like that they were ever out of love with one another. So it's a very kind of nuanced breakup. Probably tough for both of them. And I think it's probably tougher for Kendall because Joe already has a replacement. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a wild ride. I feel bad because Joe and Serena finally like, you know, got things together. And then now this happens and it's like, OK. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What about Abigail and Noah? Like, what the heck? Like, it's so weird. It's like you we haven't really seen anything about their relationship, you know, outside of like day one when they made the connection. And now all of a sudden it's like ending. But yeah. I feel like I don't I feel like I haven't seen anything about it. My interaction with Noah mainly was Noah slept the entire time. Like, he was just always sleeping. Okay. So, I think it's a little bit of her being like, are you excited to be around me at all? Because you're always napping. I think that that was Mm -hmm. kind of the vibe of it. But it did always seem, are you guys more than, like, buddies? Yeah. I I don't know. So, I think we will see. But I do think that Noah needs to step up his game a little bit in terms of, like, showing some affection for Sweet Abigail. Well, it's looking like it might be over. Yeah, I know. So. Doesn't look good. And then last, but certainly not least. Yeah. Tia. Okay, what? Some of the dates have been so weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nude volleyball. What? I know. I can't believe that that got like greenlit. I can't either. And I can't believe Tia actually took her top off. I can't either. Just letting those mastodon boobies breathe a little bit. It's insane. I would, you could not pay me to do that. Same. You couldn't pay me to pull my pants down as a man and And play volleyball. Unless I am hung like a rhinoceros. Okay, but who are these three strangers that they got to be on television naked? Like, it's just all so weird I to me. Know. I just don't understand. I think that they saw an opportunity that because Kenny went on the date of like, we can really get these people naked. And I don't think that they ever thought that that would happen. But you know what? Good for Tia for playing ball. I got to say. I'm proud of her. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I like Tia, whatever. I thought, I mean, but it was just the weirdest thing in the whole world. This is the last but not least. My boy Trey 
has to uh. leave because he realizes that the Taj, the Taj NATO is spiraling out of control and he bails and they cut so much out. So this is what really happened. We get to the rose ceremony and we, and I am looking around at everyone and I'm like, Taj is gone. Where is Taj? And everyone's like, oh yeah, where is she? Like everyone's like lined up and there's like an obvious like space missing. And they're like, oh yeah, where is she? So I'm like, all right, hold on. And so I have to go over to the room to talk to her while she's packing. And she's so angry, will not make eye contact with me. She's just like, I'm going to fucking leave. Fuck you. Like so. And I was like, Taj, I've been making you drinks all summer long. The least you can do is like, stop what you're doing. Look me in the eye. Tell me what's going through your mind. And she wouldn't do it. She's like, well, I guess I'm just leaving now. See you later. Fucking goodbye. And I was just like, what is going on? And I was like, don't you want to go tell everyone that like it's you're you're leaving? And she was like, nope, guess I'm going. See ya. And like would not look. It was the it was very, very odd. And I was like, what, what the, the f-? I was like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I've been cleaning up after everyone's ass this entire time, washing out glasses and making you guys tequila shots. So anyway, so then I had to go back and deliver the news of, hey, guys, by the way, Taj Wan left. And everyone's like, oh, okay, let's go. Here we go. Dang. Yeah, sad to see Trey go. I liked Trey. I know. He's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Are you liking the season or what? Yeah. What I'm excited about the most is is that I know it's doing really well in the ratings, <clears throat> and we haven't gotten to the good stuff yet. You know? Oh, okay. Actually, I mean, the cake throwing was pretty good. Red letter mark, you know, in my mind. And then also Demi walking the stairs saying, suck my ass. That, I was like, that's going to be really funny when that happens. That'll be good. But yeah, good stuff is uh, is yet to come. A lot of drama on the way, guys. Ooh, All right. Boy, it's about to heat up. That makes me feel good. Yeah. You got any fave things, bro? Bro, have you started Nine Perfect Strangers? No. Uh, I'm going to kill you. I'm sorry. I've been busy. I need to know what you think it's about. Okay. What about White Lotus? Have you seen it? Nope. Wells! I know, but you watch things and I watch things and that's how we have different things to... Yeah, but some of these things, I want to know what you think because they're kind of weird. Okay, so my mom actually was the one to point out that Nine Perfect Strangers and White Lotus are kind of similar. Yeah. It's It's like a group full of strangers that all come together in one place and then... You know what I mean? Like it's it's got some weird parallels. Yeah, are they both at like a resort or something? Yeah, I mean, Nine Perfect Strangers is is like a therapy place. Like you go there because you're damaged and you're trying to go like to therapy. Yeah. And then and then the other one, the White Lotus, is is a literal like like hotel in Hawaii. Like everyone's on vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm three episodes into White Lotus. It's very odd. I can't really figure it out. I don't hate it. But I also don't love it. Okay. But the cast is so good, I got to keep watching it. Interesting. Okay. You know? Like, all over the place with it. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. Like, there's so many different stories going on, and I'm not sure what they have to do with each other, except that they're all at this hotel. It's just weird. I don't know. But you know who's in it that's so good is Connie Britton. Yeah. She's good in everything she does. Love her. Alexandra Daddario. Oh, yeah. Love her. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge from Legally Blonde's in it. I'm taking and the dog, dumbass. <laughs> she's so good. 
so so good that's pretty good connie britain literally does not age yeah it's pretty wild that's my brother-in-law's hall pass oh really isn't that funny yeah, that is funny. And I mean, what, she's gorge. And what was funny about it is that they live in Nashville and, it, you know, that was the hall pass before, um, like, that was when they were doing Friday Night Lights. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then they started doing Nashville and she m- obviously moved to Nashville and then we'd see her at Radnor Lake and I was like, Bill, this is now a possibility, bro. This like, is your time. You This, this is like, been, before it was just like, Pie in the sky, hall pass, joke, joke, ha, ha, ha. And now it's like, she's here, you know? I know. Even though, of course, I would never want my brother-in-law to cheat on my sister with Connie Britton. But I but want... it was funny. Yeah, you know, it's a good, good bit. I got I to watch them both, I know. You really do, because they're both, like, they're both good, and they're both, like, very different yeah. to television. But I don't know. so similar, the, this This White Lotus one, I really can't figure out yet, but I'm just going to stick with it. It's early... All these people can't have signed up for this show if it's not good, you know? Yeah. I do have good news for you. What's that? Did you hear that Manifest is getting picked up by Netflix? Who called that? Who said that that was going to happen? Well, apparently Netflix was not going to do it, but I think Manifest has been number one on the most watched list for like the past like month and a half that they were like, hey guys, maybe we should rethink this. I, I said that. I said Netflix would pick it up. I'm happy for them. Very pumped. You know what else I finished? What? I think you already, I think you cruised through it real fast was season two of, of Outer Banks. I'm not actually done with it, but. The yeah. finale is so good. Dude, I love Outer Banks. It took me a minute to get back on board with season two. Like I had to get like four episodes in. Yeah. But after I did, it was well worth it. And it was, the finale was so good. Yeah. I'm just happy that like Pope is. Because I for I remember seeing the picture of like the old black guy, you know, from like the old house or whatever, and that was, mm-hmm. and I was like, that just looks like just like Pope. And I was like, they're gotta be related. And then yeah. once we found that out, I was like, oh yes, that's awesome. And I'm telling you that stupid bandana that's around John B. John B.'s neck is something. I'm telling you, it's some sort of thing. I don't know what yet, but I think it's important. Okay. It's just, it's just like always around, you know? Yeah. It's like a it's like a character. Yeah. I'm right now where they, they've like got the key and the they, they they tricked the woman in the in the uh, the crutches and you know that's where I'm at right now. Oh, and you know you know who that is? That's the mom from Gossip Girl. Yeah. She's been her. she's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited that the challenge is back. And oh boy, dude! The challenge right now, albeit the ratings are trash. Uh, I saw that <laughs> shocker. <laughs> the lowest ratings they've ever had. Where I was like, ooh, tough times, but still like so good. It's because Johnny Bananas and Wes ain't there. I'm telling you, you can't you can't cut out all the stars. But I will say this, guys: CT is back, and he is thin. He is fit. He is looking good off the recent win coming in. Sarah and I are watching it, and I was like, CT lost some fucking weight. And she was like, is it weird that I think CT's hot now? And I was like, no, not at all. Like, look at him. He's mm-hmm. all chiseled. Looks good. I'm telling you, CT's going to come in, guns a-blazing. But here's the thing. They've got all these people from all these different shows. Too Hot to Handle, The Circle. Survi- Who's on from Too Hot to Handle? Survivor. 
This guy named Kells. We'll get to him in a second. Oh, it's all the veterans and all the rookies, and there are more rookies than veterans, and somehow these stupid rookies keep on getting sent down to elimination even though they have the numbers. Band together, stop being stupid, and win. What are you guys thinking? Also, I don't like Fessy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't like Fessy. He's just, after last season and, and how he reacted to that one girl like hurting her leg and he like just quit like a little bitch. And now he's like in there and he's getting Josh. Josh is the dumbest guy ever. And Josh just does whatever Fessy's bidding is. It's so annoying. And I'm telling you, this guy Kells from Too Hot to Handle is huge, as big as Fessy. He's a monster. He's so smart, so good looking. And then Josh makes up all this shit to get Kells into elimination, which screws him over because Kells should be in this game. He's so good. It was so annoying. And then also, like, everyone's choosing Devin, which I love because Devin fucking for, like, the host of the show, he's hilarious. But he's, like, a lumpy guy who's, like, not super athletic but is smart but, like, kind of gets in a lot of arguments with a lot of people. And all people are choosing... Devin over and over again, like, what's going on there? And then also, Ed from the circle. Remember Ed? Ed was the guy who went in with his mom, and they pretended to be, I think, a hot chick or something. It was on the circle the first season. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the circle. What? No. Well, anyways, Ed is a fucking maniac, dude. He's like 5'7", built like a brick shit house, coming in hot, Fucking so much positive energy with Tori. They're going to run the table. I'm telling you, Ed is awesome, but I do think that CT might go back to back. Anyways, the challenge, it's like spies, lies, and allies. Oh, it's good. It's a good show. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know why the ratings are bad, but. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Why? It's a good show. I mean, you, you're very passionate you about gotta, it. You got to, dude, just start watching it. Just try it. But maybe. Have Pretty. you started Clickbait? No. What is clickbait? It's a new Netflix limited series that, um, what's his name? Adrian Grenier. Is that how you say his name? Grenier. Grenier. He's in it. Oh. Vince? Yeah. Wasn't he Vince from Entourage? Entourage, yeah. He's in it. Vinny? You know what movie I don't want to watch ever? What? He's All That. I watched it. You did? Yeah, I did last night. Is it so bad? It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I actually couldn't finish it, but I did start it. I mean, like, first of all, who the fuck is Addison Wright? Can someone okay. tell me who this person is? I didn't know either because, you know, I don't have TikTok. I don't, I'm not a, at least you have TikTok, but apparently she's like a TikTok star. Okay. But that's all I know. I, but I was like, I didn't know who she was either. I was like, why is she such a big deal? Like, I don't get it. But apparently she's just like this TikTok star and then got this movie. And they're trying to rip off one of the greatest rom-coms of all time. She's All That. Yeah. It's never going to happen. The girl from She's All That is in it, right? Rachel uh, Lee yeah. Cook? Yes. Yeah. Oh, also Matthew Lillard, who I think, yeah, he was in the first one. Uh, was he? He's the principal in, I guess, in this. I'm looking mm. at the IMDb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Tanner Buchanan, he's in uh, Cobra Kai. Never saw that. Yeah, he looks like he's about five foot four. Uh, uh, the movie's terrible, so there's that. Not shocked. Yeah, the ratings I'm looking aren't super good. They're pretty pretty suspect. Yeah, but like Netflix is like 
Hey, hey, you should, hey, you should watch this movie. Hey, Wells, Wells. Oh, I know. What? Hey, you should watch. He's all that. You're gonna love it. And then I'm like, I don't know who these people are. What's happening here? They're not even trying. They we're not even trying to hire actors anymore. We're giving up. Nope. Logan Paul's fighting a bunch of fucking people. I don't know what's happening over there. You got Addison Ray, who I don't even know. She has dance moves. She's movies. Does anybody make real shit anymore? Nope. <laughs> Speaking of, I haven't listened to Kanye's uh, record, and I don't think I'm going to. Oh, I haven't either. Yeah. You know, Drizzy's got an album coming out this week. Who's Drizzy? Drake. Oh. Drizzy has an album finally coming out. That's exciting. I'm pumped about it. Yeah. I don't hate Drake. Love Drake. So one of the things that I realized when, when we were traveling, this is kind of a blanket statement. Maybe I'm making a little bit of a stereotype, but generally how it works is when you're in a relationship, the guy never wants to check a bag. And yeah. the girls always have to check a bag because I don't I don't like to check bags. I know. Well, you're not like most people. Most women they have to check a bag because they gotta bring their own hair dryer and they gotta bring uh, seventeen different options of the same dress and I need a hat bag and uh, all this stuff. Okay? <laughs> okay. And then you're stuck at the fucking turnstile and you're like, God dang, I gotta deal with all this stuff. And you know, I, I always have the same argument with Sarah. I was like, you know, if we just consolidated and figured out a way to just have carry-ons, and she's like, I can never do that. Don't even suggest that. And like, it's like a very hot topic. And then she's always like, you don't bring anything. You bring nothing. You don't have any options. You don't have different outfits, you know? And I'm like, yeah, well, I, you know, I, and I realized it was because I had to pack light because you bring so much shit that I have to carry it all the entire time. <laughs> I am just, a, I'm a glorified Sherpa on traveling trips. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. And that's what men are. Men are basically pack horses for women. Yep. That's it. Absolutely. Glad we cut to the bottom of that. Poor Sarah. Poor Sarah? <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get her to leave all her nice shit at home. I know. Guilter. You know, we were listening to Alanis Morissette the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, you know, in the song, You Oughta Know, you know that song? Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Let me, let me just play some of it for you. Who doesn't? I mean, it's a great song. Okay, so that line right there. Uh, is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? So <laughs> that whole record, from what I understand, is about Dave Couillet, a.k.a. Joey Gladstone from Full House. You know, they were dating oh. and then he broke up with her. And so the, the whole record is about like how fucking Joey Gladstone from Full House fucking broke your heart. Which great, whatever. I I got to work with Dave on Worst Cooks. Super nice guy. But this one line, I was listening to it and it just kept on eating at me. that Alanis Morissette went down on Joey Gladstone from Full House sometime in the mid-90s in a theater. And I'm just sitting here thinking, what fucking movie did Alanis blow Joey in? And then this came out. Like, was it in, like, Patch Adams? Like, what movie did she go gluck gluck on fucking Joey from Full House? I need answers, Alanis. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. But these are the things that really keep me up at night, Randy, and the blood wow, pressure is boiling. See that. You're losing it. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
You got anything else? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I do. No? I don't think so. I don't think I can top that. Yeah. What about Muzax? You got Muzax? Let me see. Well, while you're thinking about it, I saw my buddies Johnny Swim have a new song out. I love these guys, by the way. They're the ones that sing Home. This is a song called Devastating. Until the dirt cries and my grave is waiting Is it even worth it if there ain't heartbreak waiting I want to love you till it's devastating Now would you hold me With all the weight of what we could They're sweet. Johnny Swim is the name of the band. Devastating song. Love that. I like them a lot. Yeah, they're great. Casey Musgraves has a new song out. Spacey? Spacey Casey. It's called Justified. Said you didn't want me. Tell me what was I supposed to do? Moving on was feeling strong, but healing doesn't happen in a straight line. If I cry. Spacey Casey. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's good. And then Lonnie has had a new song called Roll Over Baby. I like it, man. 80s are back, babe. Yeah. They are back. There's this band called Pine Grove that I like a lot. I played their stuff before, and I saw that they've got some new stuff out, and I thought I'd play a little bit of Pine Grove. All right. It's kind of sad bastard, but, like, you know, what do you guys expect from me at this point? Um, yeah. It's a song called Orange. crying yet that's the saddest thing i've ever heard <laughs> Jeez. sometimes you just want to get in your feels you know i guess i mean it is what it is you got anything coming up that we need to know about i'm actually home for almost two weeks i'm so freaking pumped i have another i'm playing blended festival in austin on september 10th okay so this is so funny because you told me about blended festival and i was like oh this is like a celebration of like diversity and like <sighs> That's so cool. They're doing this in Nashville and in Austin. Oh, and then I saw the thing and I was like, oh, it's about wine blending. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a music and wine festival. Yeah, which is great, but it's just so funny because I, I heard that and I was like, oh my God, how progressive. And that's so great. How progressive. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so that's coming up. That's like my next thing that I've got on the calendar, I believe. Cool. Um, then I got a horse show in a couple weeks after that. And then it's Christmas. So Dude, here we are. Cannot believe it. It's insane. This is happening. Nuts. Yeah. All right, well, YFTers will be back in Better Than Ever next week. I promise you that. I hope this episode was a little bit more energy-driven. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we I love you. Well, his favorite song. In a theater. <laughs> what movie did you gluck gluck Joey Gladstone on? I must know. Maybe it's like the first Jumanji. You what? Like the first Jumanji. Maybe like white men, white men can't jump. I'm not trying to think of like what like, like Billy Madison. Like what were the good movies in like the 90s that that would have, you know? I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, let's look it up real quick. Like that record, Jag Little Pill, so which by the way, is like one of the most popular records ever. Yeah, I'm sure. Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Okay. That came out in 1995. Top movies of 1994. Oh my God. Legends of the Fall. Definitely gluck glucked to Legends of the Fall. She saw Brad Pitt with his shirt off, riding horses, and she was like, yep. That's very possible. There's also Little Giants. That was a popular one. It's Pat. Oh my God. Disclosure. Yeah. That was a sexy one. Yeah. True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's definitely Legends of the Fall. For sure. Definitely. Definitely Legend of the Fall. Okay. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. Someone's got to do the research, you know? <laughs> Someone's got to put in the time. All right. Bye, guys. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.